Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. We You're are awakened. We are, are fully we are lit. Awakened. We are awakened now. Hi, uh, welcome to Amazing welcome to Amongst Friends. Amazing the Mon- Amongst Friends podcast slash Adventure AF Friends the podcast slash Adventure Friends Forever. Best friends forever. Antagonizing friends. Antagonizing. We're gonna make things welcome antagonistic. To antagonizing today. friends. Yeah. Everyone. What's we're gonna, we're gonna workshop we're gonna that one. <laughs> I'm your host here, John Latour, followed by my great friend and dearest friend, Sean Lechner. Hello, hello, hello. hello, it's, good to be, hello. Good, it's good to be seen, John. Um, it's good to see your face as always, my friend. How how are you today? Oh, I mean, I, I, okay. Without getting into too much of a foreshadow, what we're going to be going on with. Right. Um, I, like, I finally have a car. Congratulations um, on finally. What did you get? What, what kind of car did you get? I have a 2006 Black Ooh. Ford Escape. Nice. It doesn't do anything fancy. It's not Does, does it have heat? It has heat and it has oh. four-wheel drive, which for anyone in upstate New York, I'm sure is a luxury to have. Or ne- it's a necessity. necessity. Not a not a luxury. Um, I mean, the luxury on my end is it, it has um, it has a CD player, and Ooh. I have I have Tool. Look at that Tool album! Days. Whoa! <laughs> so how, I'm, how wacky is that? <laughs> Whoa! You could go listen to Maynard whenever you want now in your uh, car. I'm gonna go on lunch at work. And I'm gonna listen to Maynard. Yeah, brother. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to the to the what, what what's that one song? The pot. The pot. <laughs> yeah, that's like a twenty. That's like a twenty-five minute song. That'll go for your entire lunch uh, break. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm set, John. I mean, I'm not set a whole hundred percent. I still am a flawed fucking human, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get into a whole bunch of reasons why later. Of right. Course. Well, we're, we're, you know, of course, we're working as flawed individuals. However, that's just what being human is sometimes is being flawed. That, you know, yeah. and, and it, you, if you if you were perfect, Sean, you'd be God. And that would be a terrifying <laughs> thing. I, I don't know how else to say that to you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let's just say that I'm happy that I'm not God. That's a lot of responsibility, too. That would be a ton of responsibilities. Just listening to prayers. Like, you ever see Bruce Almighty when he was, like, ignoring prayers? That would yeah. totally be who they I They came be. in as emails. I'm like, fuck those things. Just get them out of here. I always thought that was funny that God received prayers via emails or instant yeah. messenger. Like, or, how? Like, AOL what better way be can it. you date yourself by giving you a giving you a system that you know wouldn't wouldn't last another couple years? Right. And then uh, the other question that I had in terms of that is like, who made Dell? The god of computers, okay? Why? Why is it he, Bruce? Bruce? Yeah, uh, Bruce Almighty had 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 a had a Dell computer, and like Does is Dell that, still exist? 
I think they still exist. Coming from a, a, I'm I'm on a Mac here. I I, I took the the bite of the apple many yeah. many years ago. I'm yeah. part of the and apple. Yeah, you, you have not let go. No, no. I understand. Does Gateway still exist? Was that a demo? I don't know. I, Gateways I, are still. I think I I used a Gateway when I was working at retail stores. I think. You know, without looking it up, because I. I, yeah. I honestly care just that don't, much. yeah <laughs> literally like you know how you play the small violin like even smaller than that amount do I it's care it's like a it's a I have a small tambourine and it's yeah playing some sort of song yeah <laughs> John how are you Ben what's up uh my friend I am doing well I uh I've been working uh again it's been a uh long week in terms of uh business and uh i'm finally starting to get my head above water the move is uh progressing uh well we, we got all our boxes we got all our stuff uh my partner emmy uh she just loaded up her office which surprisingly yeah it has like a very detailed collection of uh toys and she collects things like um what does what she like she likes those my little ponies like the old my little ponies from the 80s she collects those and restores them i thought that's pretty cool honestly that is so cool. <laughs> we'll go to like farmers markets and uh look for like old my little ponies that she wants to get or uh the other thing are monster high dolls which i didn't know was like a market because uh, like oh, hell i met, yeah. hell yeah. met people that have like you know really like dedicated like dolls and emmy's one of them now because she'll like well she'll like take old parts of dolls and restore them and make a new custom doll so she's really happy with that shit dude custom dolls man that's what custom dolls yeah i'm telling you and uh you know one of these times i think i should get like her on the instagram to post some of her cool Hell yeah. hobbies so that she send me on. the send me the pics you know i yeah, I, yeah, I, I always sure. love that I'll, shit i'll uh, definitely do that my little pony actually i remember watching documentary not too long ago about um they're called bronies Oh yeah, um, uh, the male you, fans of My Little uh, Pony. There, there are some female bronies too, and Emmy seems to be one of them. Uh, and like, I, I remember um, uh, Bob's Burgers did a kind of spoof on it in one of the episodes. Oh, yeah. I think one of the best episodes ever, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, there's another really great series on Netflix called um, The Toys That Made Us, and yes. they do a whole episode of like they do Star Wars, they do He Man, they do Barbie, and they do like Legos. Race- do they do Legos. I think they did Legos too, but the, no, the My do. Little Pony one, I got to tell you, very interesting to know the background history of like what toys were popular, <laughs> why it took off. So that uh, was cool. Other did, than that, yeah. I, I think that um, I have been well. The dogs have been well. Um, I can't really complain. Uh, my 2021 feels a lot better than the beginning of my 2020. Yeah, and um, that's and a really really good point there um we can i i can always find things to complain about uh one of the one of the, one part of this journey that we're going on is to stop complaining about them uh like like i had, I had to walk to work the other day uh you know pre-car and mm-hmm. it was you know when i first started doing that let me put this in perspective it's an hour walk to work now you're every to, morning you're, uh, yeah, well, I mean, once or twice a day, uh, not usually in the in the afternoon, yeah. like around twelve. Okay. <clears throat> but um, you know, when it when it when I first started doing it, and the snow first started coming, and I got my first foot of snow, and you, I can't bike ride now, so I gotta walk. Right. And I was so angry and disgruntled, and then what it kind of turned into was like 
you know, I have to do this. And then I kind of morphed it into becoming an appreciation where I'm like, this is a chance I get to walk. I, I get to kind of oh. warm up to going into work. I get to listen what to really podcasts. Positive, yeah, that's a huge positive. Yeah. To like, and it, it just goes to show you, it, it, it's really about the environment that you bring. Like you can change your whole perspective and restart your day, really. It wasn't um, easy. And it's not easy. And sometimes, I, I honestly, Sean, I don't know if I'd be happy walking to work an hour each way in the snow you sound like an old man honestly back in my day <laughs> well i we bike some days uphill on the snow and we liked it it's a 15 minute bike ride it's a five minute car ride it just mm. ends up being an hour on foot uh but again like it it that's that's where i listen to my joe rogan or my yeah. my uh, duncan trussell and wait you and, don't listen to you don't listen to us <laughs> am i the only one that listens to us you don't i listen, listen to, us, to you? us when i'm oh, record, when, you're when i'm when i'm when i'm editing when yeah. i'm editing it <laughs> it's actually really nice to listen to the final product and not really be involved in that to be honest with you i yes. feel bad sometimes sometimes i really do feel bad well other no, times um, I, I i listened to last week's episode sean wow hey guys listen uh if you're looking for uh, a, a great starting point um, and you, you wanted to get some out of the uh, uh, anger stuff out of the way and just listen to a very fun episode. Go back and listen to uh, our Weird U.S. episode. Oh, the places we'll go. Oh, the places you'll go. <laughs> episode, I believe, nine? Was it nine? Yes, now? nine. Yes, I, yeah. I have ten written Holy here for crap. Today, so. Are we here? Ten, are, we, are we at ten podcasts today? Double digits. Wow, dude. <laughs> what an impressive trip it's been. I got to tell you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Such a cool and process. When we get to a hundred, is when the party's gonna happen. All right, we're gonna have a party. But um, but here, let's let's get into let's get into today because I think yeah. today is a really cool episode. Uh, I think this is gonna be one of our I think one of our best actually. Ooh, um, that's today, that, that's strong words. Let's do it. Oh yeah, I know, right? I'm mean, <laughs> setting the bar a little high. Yeah, we're setting the bar like up. <laughs> you know, we're we're going for that gold today, aren't we, Sean? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh shit. So today, John, uh, we we talked about this a, a little a bit ago. We're gonna talk about doing the right thing for the right reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought this up when we first started talking about episode that we that we want to do in the future, and we kind of put it, you know, not on the back burner, but somewhere in the middle burner, uh, where it can fester and grow into. The, the, the beautiful dish that it's going to be for us to feast on tonight. I feel like it's like, wow, uh, that's, that's, that's quite uh, a vivid description as to what's happening. I always kind of saw it as like the metamorphosis process. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah, cocooning, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> like, we, we've been in the cocoon stage. We've been in the, the, the is it the pupa, the pupa stage? I think you start in the pupa. Oh, I don't know. We were grubs at first, and then we went into this. Yeah, yeah. We went into the process of the cocoon, and now we're coming out as butterflies. Yes, I. Yeah, I I think I'm actually one of those moths. One of those like moths that come out. No, like the beautiful ones that like. You know, you ever see Silence of the Lambs? The the moth that comes. Of course. Oh my gosh. Oh. Let's be those. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't. don't, We're not going to actually be those. Um, we feast on the dead we flesh feast on of the our dead. victims. <laughs> anyway. No, John. Uh, seriously, um, let's 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 get into this. Doing the right thing for the right reason, because that's not just a simple answer. I, it's I, never. I, I've been trying to think about like the best way to describe the right thing for the right reason, and um, you know, I want to say that it's difficult for me to put into words as to like what is right and what is wrong. You know, this goes into a lot of um 
complex opinions. Yes. And I, I, I just want to start by saying that because we're not doctors, no. you know, we no. are, we're, we're not professionals. We, no. we just have, a, we have a funky podcast full of funky thoughts and, and cool and cool thoughts and methods. And uh, we just want to share that to the world, but doing the right thing for the right reason is, um, um, it, I don't know how else to describe it it's, other than it's, it's 100% a personal. It's a yeah. process. Yes. It's a process. It's definitely like a process that, that you have your reason, your reasoning and where that comes from is two kind of main groups um, in your, I, I mean, I think most of us uh, where what, it, what is right? What is right? Uh, what's right to me, John is not right to you necessarily. Yeah. I and, agree with that. Cause we differ. We definitely have different opinions as to what we think is the right thing. Me personally, you know, when it comes to like, let's just put it into something that can be digested pretty well. And that's an argument, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when I want to argue in terms of this, the, the process of doing what's right is really hard to focus on because um, I'm so involved in terms of internally just angry. Like it's being processed into one direction and that's usually outward. Yes. Um, it's hard for me winning. to, it, yeah, for winning. Yeah, it, it really feels like I'm trying to win in the argument, which is kind of stupid. <laughs> that doesn't it, it's mean it's right. Yeah, that doesn't mean, I, I always get those two things confused. Being right is not always being uh, right in that sense. You know, being being the winner in the argument does not make it right. You know, the might is right thing is not the clause of, of what we're talking about here. So, you know, to get our understanding in terms of this, Sean, I, I'd like to ask you, what does that mean to you? What does doing the right thing for the right reason mean to you? Again, uh, breaking down um, what right is for, I mean, it turns into what you have morals and then you have ethics. Yeah. Um, so ethics is a, you know, shared idea that society has made or agreed upon that this is the right thing, like thou shall not kill his mother in the middle of the street. Oh, so um, like, the, are we talking in terms of this? Like, I, I don't really want to go too religious into this. Oh, no, no, like, I, I was just using those like words. Like Ten Commandments kind of thing? Is that, uh, is that no, like uh, an ten, ethics kind of point of view? Yes, the, the Ten Commandments do come from an ethic background. Yeah. Uh, but th those are morals, um, which is oh, kind of what is, we're going we're gonna to break yeah. into next. Yeah, like okay. thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife is a moral unless well they hear this is oh this is perfect so yeah ethics is is what um the culture your culture or your society around you has agreed upon and what morals so, is i i i just want to like take this bit by bit in terms of this when you say like the ethics does that mean like it's the the moral code of what everybody seems to yes, follow yes like uh, that's yeah so like, it, instead of it just being an individual based thing greater than or equal to the rest of your population. Yes, yes, because morals by itself is completely personal. Uh, mm. Morals comes from uh, what, what you've observed growing up and uh, what, what you have heard and adapted as your own. Like, uh, for example, it comes from, it comes from uh, ego or it comes from uh, watching your parents. It comes from the gods. You know, the Ooh. gods gave you the moral code of conduct that you have to live your life by, uh, like uh, walking around naked in the middle of the street. Yeah. You wouldn't morally do that unless you're a nudist who, right. 
you know, nudists will will walk around in the streets. They don't think it's it's immoral. Unless you're going or, streaking. Here's a here's a perfect one. Smoking right. marijuana. Oh, the devil's lettuce. Uh, you and me, John, we don't think it means anything, but there I, are some people out there I, that will. Yeah, I, yeah. I really don't. I don't. I don't feel different. Like, like, in terms of that ladies and gentlemen, our federal government says it's a felony to be smoking marijuana. You know what? Like. Yeah. It, it, I, it, I, I could give you two of these bad boys. <laughs> I, only, I only pull out the double whammies for special occasions. <laughs> so yeah, um, um, <clears throat> what is right comes down to what is moral to you and what is ethical in, I guess, that situation. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now that so, being said, John, yeah. um, that what what is right shifts depending on what the individual. you, yeah, the individual and the reasoning in which you give it. I see. So we, we, we pull our morals from our background, from our history, through our uh, uh, ethnicity or things of those natures. And then we apply that into the ethics of what it is in terms of the standardized rules, for lack of a better term, what is socially acceptable. Um, and, and that's just how, how, how we, how we work in that environment in, in terms of what we think is the right thing. So in terms of that, doing the right thing uh, is solely based on the individual and then generally practiced in the real world. Uh, am, I, am I saying that right? No, you are. It's, I was going to say ego. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, we touched on ego briefly in our self-esteem uh, video, and we're going to bring up ego a million times into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, Ego is is your it, that's your your moral compass uh, in some in some cases, uh, and that's why they say uh, like a lot of um, a lot of monks, a lot of Buddhist monks mm. have dropped their ego completely, and that also kind of drops their you know what they think is right and wrong because they don't think anything's right or wrong. They think everything just is. Have you ever you heard know? of the term? Um, uh, we're we're gonna get a little a little uh, new age in terms of this. Have you ever heard of new? Uh, ego death or egos the, oh, yeah. the death of the ego dude DMT what, what happened yeah okay <laughs> so we, we, we've heard we've heard the dmt stuff but like let, let's just go into like what that means like what is a death of an ego um for example i took a hit of salvia one night uh, you, you mm-hmm. remember salvia that, i uh, do it made me throw up in like outside of your yes. window yeah now i took a hit of that one yeah. day and my head kind of fell to the side. There's a there's a street light coming in. That street light turned into a solid bar of color, and then the, the color started like the different planes started merging together. I was no longer I no longer existed. I was a color that had a pressure feeling going through different waves of pressure. You know, so I turned into a three dimensional creature into a one dimensional creature experiencing the second dimension as it compressed over top of me. I was, Sean wasn't there. I've watched a good friend of mine look me in the eyes and go, is this gonna last? And <laughs> he was gone, he was gone. Yeah, he, he was feeling it too, huh? Oh, uh, poor guy. Yeah, um, that, that's, I mean, that's, that's ego death that's, you know, you induce it yourself. But you, as a person, no longer exist, and you are just 
experiencing life or experiencing oh. the feelings of the moment. I've had it happen plenty of times on, on LSD. Do you, do you, do you find it? Uh, I've, I've done it. I, I've, I've had it done once or twice as far as like tripping on, on, uh, on mushrooms. Um, do you find it uncomfortable? Cause I found it kind of uncomfortable. Um, it goes, yep. It goes two ways. You're, you're hundred percent right. I, when, when it's, it can be, it can be uncomfortable in a dark sense. Like, Oh my God! You lose all touch of time, mm-hmm. all touch of reality. Yeah, the the, 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 the 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 losing of reality for me was probably the scariest part of like yeah. ego death. But the, but the, out, out of the out of the ashes rises the the phoenix of your ego, and uh, you know I, I I've I've felt great effects of allowing that process to kind of happen. Um, I, I I find that you know my my levels of open-mindedness kind of expanded a lot yes my uh, uh it was it was like a mental reset kind of yeah me. mental reset for sure um, i was able to be so grateful in my in my everyday little activities because i i remember what it was like to not have it um so it, it was it was like you appreciate all the little things all the little intricacies that that make life or make your life your life uh, I've, I, I, yeah, like I, like I said, I've had positive experiences and negative experiences, but the positive outweigh the negative tenfold. Tenfold. And the negatives are usually like, I just forget that this is, that I, I took a drug or I took whatever to get to this point, And mm-hmm. I confuse myself of, is this forever basically? Right. Now, <laughs> again, the, this, this was, uh, going, we're going to tie this right back into doing the right thing. This was the, like something that we did individually that was right for us. Now, we're not saying, you know, you can get healthy by, you know, tripping on mushrooms or, you know, no. uh, drinking uh, DMT in the Amazon. Like that's, that's not what we're saying is going to do like the right thing to, to, to heal your, your, your soul. Um, but it worked for us. Yeah. Um, it, it, well, when you do the research and you bring your personal right. moral I think it, beliefs I, into I it. I think it, it, it just, it, moral beliefs, uh, you know, what you put into it in terms of like, what is what my you're intent? Gonna get out. Yeah. Is what you're what gonna you get out. Get out. Yeah. If, exactly. if, if you're looking to waste time and kill some time, you're probably going to have a bad experience. If you're looking to kind of tap into a greater potential that you yourself might hold underneath, you're going to have, and, you, and you're in a safe environment in a nice quiet setting or even, uh, like a musical setting, you're gonna have the fucking time of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so that's 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 our that's our advertising for for hallucinogens. Yes, ego death. Make sure it happens. <laughs> Kill yourself, but only temporarily. <laughs> this is not yeah. forever. Yeah. Well, that's our trademark. Not this forever. Is not forever. This is not. Forever. <laughs> I like that. I, I think we can work with that seriously. Oh, uh, pulling, so pulling ourselves back into like uh, our topic, it, it goes to show you that what you put into something or what you bring in terms of a positive attitude is really what you get out of reality. I think, and um, you know, we're we're going back into doing the right thing for the right reason. Um, well, you, how, how about quickly, personally, to you? uh what is doing the right thing for the right reason uh what give me give me an example you know know, i i I, giving you an example is um difficult i can usually describe how it makes me feel in terms of that so like i can know when i'm doing the right thing 
uh, when I don't have this second doubt in my mind, like when I'm when I'm going against uh, the green, if you will, I can feel it in the pit of my stomach. It's like a block of ice in there, right? Good point. Yeah, so you could really feel it physically, it, it, like when I'm doing something that's in the process of right thing for the right reason. And it really turns out to be a lot of terms, generosity. You know, whether it's like simply just giving a dollar to the to the guy that's uh, just trying to survive in the street on the bridge or um, giving uh, an opportunity to somebody that just simply doesn't have one uh, as far as a work career. Uh, those, those things of, of generosity or goodwill really just make me feel awesome, you know? And I, that's what I usually internalize it as, is like, is this going to be something that harms somebody or is this going to be something that brings them up? Now, that's a great point you just said. You said, what's, what's going to make you feel awesome? So yeah. does it come from a selfish place of doing the right thing for the right reason? Does it Personally, come from I, I what benefits that- me? I think that it, it, it does, honestly. It, it, how can you project good attitude when you don't have any good attitude to bring? You yes. know? <clears throat> good point. Good point. It's always an inside job in terms of these things. Um, it's always going to start from inside of you and then project out into the world. Just like how we talked about these moral and ethics, you know? Um, pulling these, you know, uh, attitudes of like i don't want to steal that bike or you know stealing money i'm always i'm using stealing because i'm trying to think of stuff right off the top of my head <laughs> but like doing the dishes or like you know cleaning up your shit man like yeah you not, can apply not living this, in filth or not living you know. in filth like you know making sure like your partner um knows that you're available and you're 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 there if you want to like talk or connect um you you feel it ladies and gentlemen it's a it's a process to me in terms of feeling it. Yeah, um, I mean that that's that's perfect. You know how I would explain it myself. I think doing the right thing for the right reason is that it's for me. It's a question that pops up, like or like not not really a question. It's just like an answer, like yeah. help that person up off their feet if they fell. Um, you know, uh, don't cut somebody, in line. Don't yeah, talk help, back. Helping uh, somebody move when sometimes you, when holding you have your a truck. Tongue. Yeah, holding yeah, your tongue. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, uh, if you see the last cookie in, in front of the bakery, when you get your your latte and, you know, somebody else has been eyeing it up for 45 minutes, you just why don't you just oh, buy it for them? That's just you happen to notice that person eyeing it up. Right? Sean, I, you're, you're asking for a lot here. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm trying to perform for you, pal. <laughs> that's that. That's awareness, which is a again, yeah, doing the right thing for the right for the right reason. It's awareness. you aware of your situation. Yes. Um, yeah, we, we've talked a lot about like being awake or conscious to your daily life. You know, it's um, it's so hard to pay attention sometimes. Yeah, it's it's difficult to, to, to not start thinking about distractions or like remaining in the moment. Um, I got a phone on me that's distracting me 24 hours a day. Oh my God. Even when I'm sleeping. Tell me about it. I was listening you know? to music last night. I, I, I got a new pair of headphones and I wanted to try them out, but I stayed up until like two in the morning, just like entertaining myself and, and, and distracted totally. And, uh, yeah. not falling asleep. And you so. know what? Yeah. The negative side effect of that is you're keeping yourself up. You're, you're losing that sleep that you need to mm-hmm. help you make 
the right choices and the, the right, right decisions. <laughs> yeah. And again, going, it's, it's a full circle of going back around and around and around. Um, taking care of yourself, I think is again, the right thing for the right reason. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that's a, that's a, that's like, you know, that should be I, one of the first ooh. ones, you know, taking care of yourself for the right I, reason. You know, I, I actually have to tell myself a little bit. I just made at a dentist appointment and I haven't been to the dentist in like eight years. It's going to be okay. I think it's You're not. Gonna, yeah. No, I'm going to have like I, four cavities. There's going to be bridges involved, root canals. I know it. I know something that's going to happen. It. I did it when I, when I got, um, oh, last summer when I yeah. got put on furlough, I, uh, I jumped on going to the dentist before I lost my insurance. I got everything kind of fixed up. My first thing I did when I got up here yeah. was get a dentist again, get another in- insurance plan. And I've already been a dentist once. I'm going to go back a, in a couple of weeks, actually, to, to, to get my one little thing fixed up. Nice. But yeah, that's happening. Feels better. Uh, <clears throat> oh, Christ. Is that happening tomorrow? Oh, man. Uh-oh. Oh boy. Oh reality. Uh, bro. Oh. <laughs> Being awake to reality is a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Write it down. Right. Oh um, shit. Yeah. So I I I just want to go back and, and say to everybody listening that it's not what we are saying is right. That's not what we're trying to put out here in terms of this. We're saying what is right for us. Yeah, what and looks right for us. Um, we are, and- we're, we're, we're not that, um, I, I want to say, uh, pompous. Well, pompous, unreasonable. <laughs> that, yeah. I, I, I don't want to say, like, we know what is right and what is wrong. Because that's going to vary between person to person. Well, here, that, that's a, a good point is um, slavery. At one Ooh. point, that was the right fucking thing to do. And we clearly know that's not the right thing to fucking do. Yeah. So, um, and that, you know, like that also goes into uh, cancel culture. The Ooh. way we love to cancel people today for I, doing something in the past. You know, I would love like, to talk about a little bit of this cancel culture that's happening let, in terms of. Let's our jump society. into it. I'm going to jump into it right now, yeah. motherfucker. Um, you know, I'm not saying you should ignore what people have done. I'm saying you should not ignore what people are doing. What we have done, I'm flawed. I have a million things that are cancelable, approachable reasons. It's a good thing that nobody can read my mind because I would be cancelled way in advance. Dude, that's what I'm saying. We all have that same mind, John. I don't care how religious you are. I don't care where you live unless you live by yourself in the woods, in which case, if you're listening, thank you. Yeah, Um, good job. Enjoy your, but, um, um, your, your manuscript that you're making or your manifesto. If we take a, we take, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yes. Please, please, please keep us out of your manifesto. <laughs> um, if you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, just fiction. Crazy. I, <laughs> I didn't mean to like totally interrupt our, 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 uh, our cancel culture discussion. No. Um, if you look My at bullshit. anyone's life with a magnifying glass and tweezers, you're going to find some ingrown hairs. You're going to find some pimples. You're going to find some things that you want to pick out. That's a great analogy. Uh, it like, it, yeah. Finding pimples on, on your body, like, A, being awake to that and, and finding them on you is totally one thing, but um, ignoring them and then just allowing them to get worse. Like, to fester. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that you know, that's a great point. Every pimple isn't going to be the pimple that's going to ruin your day or your life. Mm. Um, but one pimple can get infected and it can hurt you. Right. Uh, 
So back to cancel culture, you know, of course, I'm not saying what people have done is excusable and should be and should be like forgotten, but it should be taken with a grain of salt that uh, cultural norms of the 90s aren't cultural norms of the 2020s. Yeah, so I mean that to was judge somebody that was 30 on that years same ago. Scale, yeah, exactly. To judge somebody on that same scale is like going back and and hating all of our presidents because well Washington had slaves, you know. Jefferson uh, had slaves. And and yes, these these are these are the truths. And personally, I don't care about those presidents at fucking all. But you have to dissect everything if you're going to dissect a couple things. Well, let's let's di- let's dissect this a little bit in terms of this. You know, uh, is let, let's start by asking what Fuck is cancel culture? Yeah, uh, thank so you. Cancel culture is when uh, a group of people or somebody uh, gets a red flag, finds out something about somebody, and then starts an online smear campaign against yeah. them, usually on Twitter or on Facebook or on uh, Instagram, you know, Instagram or Snapchat or mm-hmm. uh, what the kids doing these days. Tick, TikTok and TikTok. Wow. TikTok is what it's called. Today. Yeah. Realizing that there's a stuttering problem. That's cancel culture is what social media has, has, Pinnacled, pinnacled yeah. into or deemed um, inappropriate the way you know mm-hmm. our moral code of ethics is changing from day to day and it, it changes across the world in waves it's like um you know it's, it's like raindrops you know right you watch you watch the raindrop come in and then you and then watch you the, the ripple, ripple effect, effect and then you see how it, it spreads like a virus like a pandemic Ooh, a pandemic of like a COVID? Of, of, of cancel culture <laughs> No, seriously though. That, that's, I believe that. Yeah, that, that's I, that's the perfect way to, to visualize it. But is and there isn't there some some good things that can come yes. out of this? Like, yes, there know, is the Me Too movement. Right, um, like you, you see the Me hooray. Too movement, like combating uh, like sexism, racism. Yes, um, yes. Other types of abusive harm like, or wrongdoing. Of course, of course. You know, you, you see a lot of culture. you see something, say something. Right. You know, but you got to do that with a grain of salt too. You can't just well, he looked at her with 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 rapey eyes. Let's let's destroy his entire career and life because he he looked at her or he he put his hand on her shoulder in a moment of like not clear thinking. It happened to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Anyway, uh, he he had he had uh, seen a, uh, a a female colleague, I believe. I don't fact check me, but he had done, he had seen a, a female colleague. And he lifted up her sleeve to look at her tattoo. Oh. She felt that was very inappropriate, and she's right. If if it makes her feel, if it makes her feel uncomfortable, you're 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 not wrong. You're right. He didn't do it as a creepy pervert trying to look at her skin and and, and get a look at her. He did it kind of like uh, what what I would assume. Again, assuming is a is a, is a big big part of this. What mm. I would assume what he it was just kind of like autopilot you know like just just oh look can i see your tattoo i've had people do it to me all the time uh it doesn't mean that they're trying to undress me with their eyes or they're trying to get inside me and i don't think we should be able to go after everyone for 
every little fuck up that they do. Again, John, I have so many fuck ups in my life with, 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 uh, you know, uh, drugs or breaking laws. Like, uh, I I've, I've, I've trespassed before, which is oh, a, yeah. big, a big no, no. Well, you know? I mean, that's what makes it so fun to trespass. Cause <laughs> I don't want to. I I I know I know we're talking about doing the right thing, but like if, if I'm not being honest with you, I'm not doing my job. No, trespassing to me is yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. Quick quick tangent. Uh, you know I don't want people walking in my home, but if it's right. an abandoned property, right? If it's like a, an abandoned power plant, mm. to each their own. <laughs> mm, that sounds real fun. You know, I'm. I just found an article of like the ten biggest. Uh, celebrities that have like the cancel culture like applied to them and there's a lot of them believe it or not yes. for you know one that just struck me as interesting was Jimmy Fallon from uh, from his uh, late Saturday Night Live uh, incident back in 2000 um, did you well, did you hear no. about this well, what happened I, I didn't I, I don't this, follow Jimmy uh, this is from his Twitter account back in May 26 to 2020. And it's interesting that I didn't know about this. I don't have cable. Do you have cable? No. No, that's probably why I didn't know. In 2000, <laughs> he wrote this out on his personal Twitter. In 2000, while on SNL, I made a terrible decision to do an impersonation of Chris Rock while in blackface. There is no excuse of this uh, for this. I am very sorry for making this unquestionably offensive decision. And thank you all for holding me accountable. Now, now, you see, that's, I think that's a beautiful thing to, to, to apologize after mm-hmm. realizing, but was he called out for doing it or did I, he, I, did he do it himself? I think it was a diplomatic decision as he, he, he was canceled back in, in May of 2020. Um, I, his, the, the, his show is canceled so yeah. you know uh, uh, through the process unfortunately i'm not sure if he was the one that made that decision to do so or if it well, was here. because of, of pressure but like th- th- on, that's a that's a one that happened on that same note you remember hank hazaria the voice of apu from the simpsons i don't but lay it on me he um so hank hazaria was one of the five people that did voices on the simpsons and he did uh, people like Mo, the the, the Oh bartender. yeah, I remember. Yeah, the he bartender. Did, he did a Pooh, the... the guy that that worked at yeah. the the the, 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 the slushy mart, the quickie mart. Yeah. yeah. And he was a typical uh, uh, racist kind of rendition of an Indian person, uh, and it, it was done for laughs. And he mm-hmm. he made he made a you know, well how long has the Simpsons been around? He's made that twenty five years ago. Just I mean, for, I mean, Apu no longer exists, I think, or uh, forgive me, I don't watch The Simpsons anymore. I, I I haven't watched The Simpsons since I was like nine. Yeah, but that's again, you know, when you're when your target target audience is kids, I agree with that. You shouldn't have stereotypes on there depicting what comedy is. But I don't think but a lot I don't of think our comedy were for kids, though. That was meant. That was yeah, meant to, would, for would, older adults. I would say I, it's, it's it's definitely uh, an older, older kids. Yeah, but it's it's a cartoon. Uh, in the 90s before a lot of adult cartoons were, were mainstream mm-hmm. again th- this i feel like every situation has to be looked at from from far back and see the effects of it but if we look at everyone's lives we all have dirty shit in our closet we all have dirty underpants with some skid marks you're gonna you know we can we all you know what did jesus say let he who is without sin cast the first stone 
Wow. You said that with such conviction. I got goosebumps. But seriously, um, we, you know, Donald Trump, you want to talk about, you want to talk about some huge culture, cancel culture kind of like stuff right there. I don't want to get political here to each their own, but some of the shit that he said on his Twitter, uh, doing the right thing for the right reason, he is the exact pinnacle of doing the wrong thing for the for the wrong reasons you know and and again that's just going uh, uh, to the point of understanding uh why doing the right thing for the right reason may not be just enough of a message as you as you just kind of clearly pointed out because he thought i'm sure he thought he was doing the right thing and that's and that's that's a great segue into what this next part of our discussion is going to be john what did we call it growing up? What did we learn? What was that that famous rule that we learned growing up, John? Stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, they're on fire. No, no, Smoke yeah. it. I mean, St- um, wow. Shit, wait, no. hold on. Got on the topic wrong. again. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, no, no, uh, no. It was say uh, it again. What, what was say the, the question? What was that rule that we all learned Ooh, growing up? I believe you're referring to the golden rule. Oh, John, what is the uh, golden rule? The golden rule from, and I'm just doing by this by memory, okay? <laughs> Treating others the way you wish to be treated. Oh, guys, wow. mic drop. Uh, yeah. Standing back, looking at my 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 adoring fans. Mm-hmm. Treat others the way you want to be treated. John, let's now, break that down. Okay, let's do that. I think that in terms of how I want to uh, be treated, it usually stems from. Um, how I wish to treat others. Now, what I mean by that is I'm trying to make connections. I'm trying to bring in the morals of what I'm bringing into a conversation or my actions as equal to what I would want them to feel if I was that same person. So putting my putting uh, myself in their position, understanding that uh, they're concepts their emotions their wants and desires as being equal to mine now saying that out loud however <laughs> has sounds, some tricky thoughts to it, it sounds because uh, egotistical it you know, sounds that, a little that... bit of egotistical like how am i supposed to say what is right for or, or how, how how am i supposed to say what is how i should treat somebody else based on how i treat myself you know it, that doesn't really make sense all that much nowadays, does it? It doesn't. Because um, I'm assuming, again, what's right for me is what's right for you. Mm. And the golden rule to treat others the way you want to be treated, that comes from me from a, a place of respect, honestly. It starts off with respect. If I can't respect someone else, I shouldn't expect them to respect me. Um, and that's, that's, I think, the nicest way to, to say about it. Uh, the golden rule comes from all over the world. Every every major culture has their own variation of it. Uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That sounds like a commandment. Uh, yeah, that's the golden. I, that, that, that's that's straight out of uh, the the King James Bible, I I believe. Oh, is it? <laughs> uh, however, Hindu, Jewish, Buddhist, and Confucian and Zoroastrianism, they have their they have versions that are this the same kind of rule that date back from 3000 to 2000 years ago. So the golden rule has been around forever. 
and I'm again, saying, yeah, five centuries before uh, uh, BC, actually. And, yeah, uh, and that's 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 learned, I guess, again through observations. You know, it assumes what's good for you is what's good for them is 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 good for you. And how how else do you show? You know, the golden rule. Like, for example, I'm not going to walk up into your like right up against your face and be like, "How are you?" Because you're going to take that as threatening. Well, it depends not, on how close you got to my face, first exactly. of all. Exactly. Yeah. But if, if I'm if I'm across the room and I ask you, "How are you?" You're going to think, "Oh, this guy doesn't like me." Yeah. Uh, body language is is also put into the golden rule. You know, Ooh. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and wave my arms at you as I'm as I'm asking you. This would be a really fun way to have a conversation, though. Yeah, hey, party John, rock. What's up, bud? Where did Where you, you doing? come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? <laughs> Cotton on, Joe. Can't stop no. myself. It's happening. <laughs> I opened the can of worms. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, again, equality, I don't think is is the answer. Thing. I know yeah. I, I don't think it's the answer because we all don't have the same equity. We all don't have the same uh we all don't have the same starting place right so equality what looks what everyone should have equal in in fact some people need different places to stand in line because they have different disadvantages so equality isn't necessarily the answer so if equality is not the answer and what, 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 what is the, answer, the right John. answer? Do you John, have, I the, have right, the answer. Please tell me the right answer. Everyone, <laughs> relax and calm down. We have the answer. We have today the answer. Today we're going to share right. it with you after these messages. Okay, welcome back. We have the answer to what is the right answer. <laughs> uh, after I, 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 after was hours it, was, of research. Yes, what? hours. Total hours of research. Hours of research. Crack I found codes. an amazing TED talk. Uh, I forgive me, everybody. I exited out of the tab we lost on, my, it. on my computer. Don't but worry, we still have the answer. I also found on Psychology Today, written by, and I apologize, Gordon, uh, but written by Gordon C. Nagayama uh, yeah, Hall. I, I think you got Nagayama it. Nagayama Hall. Nagayama PhD. Hall. Yeah. Um, he wrote a great article in terms of this. This is called the Platinum Rule. Oh, Again, great, mic drop. Wow, wow. I, I, I thought we had it when, when we were golden, but now we're platinum. We're platinum. And I, we feel, I more feel like I ranked up on League of Legends. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Allow me Guys. to tell you a little bit about this. You want me to go into it? No, no. Jump, jump right into it, John. All right. What's the Platinum Rule? The Platinum Rule. Treat others the way they wish to be treated. Boom. Wow. Boom. Imagine, if you will, imagine that you have traveled abroad and that you are returning to the United States through customs. You are an American citizen born in the United States. The custom agent looks at you suspiciously and asks you these three questions. Where are you from? Where are you born? Where were your parents born? And I forgot to add this one because there's actually four. Where were your grandparents born? The first two questions are pretty reasonable, right? Where are you from? Where are you born? I mean, I can answer those pretty well. Uh, But once you have established that you are an American citizen, additional questions don't seem appropriate. For many people of color in the United States, being asked where are you from is a common experience. On a bus full of strangers, why is the person of color singled out to be asked where are you from? 
It may be because the questioner thinks the person looks foreign. Ooh. If the questioner thinks the person is foreign, indicating the city where one lives is not enough, the questioner may, be, may keep probing until they determine where the person's ancestors are from. Being asked, let's, let's stop there for just a sec. Questioner <laughs> may be, pro, they keep probing until they determine where the person's ancestors are from? Yeah. Uh, Has, have you, do you have any experience in terms of that? Because I do have one instance where it's kind of silly that this, this did happen and it made me feel kind of shitty, honestly. I've, I've had friends in, or, you know, a rough, loose term friends who were doing stupid things. I've had mm -hmm. friends in cars pulled over by the cops and that person is of different ethnicity and the cop completely singled that person out really on multiple occasions how fucking horrible and pulled them out of the car while i sat in the car uh and i i got to watch uh you know uh, the systematic racism happen a couple times and you know john i uh, living in philadelphia i'm sure you see it uh, i'm I, I, in cherry hill and camden I, I i've seen it a lot in philly the past couple of years so i gotta yeah, be honest um, with you. unfortunately it, 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 it makes me sick, and yeah. uh, I, I don't think we have to jump into that. Uh, we, we, we can do it in a, in a further episode, go a deep dive into the Certainly, fucked up yeah. way our government fucking does shit. Yeah, I but, was going uh, to say, like, to, but back to this. Back to this, we're ready. Uh, for many people, uh, being asked where are you from under the assumption that American, American is foreign-based can be a microaggression. Perfect. Microaggressions. Oh, let's talk about those. Are brief yes. everyday exchanges that send uh, denigrating messages. Thank uh, you, denigrating messages to people of color right. because they belong to a racial minority group. Where are you from? Can be seen as a microaggression because it makes people feel like an alien in one's own land. Microaggressions. To to jump in on this is kind of how our political spectrum runs these days it's also how mm. our, our giant media uh conglomerates run they Sean, pick that's up a these great, little that's a great great um um uh, point that you just made they, they pick up these little micro we all have microaggressions we all have little things that are that that mean something to us that we kind of blow out of proportion to be angry at everyone else for um uh, our political spectrum, uh, Trump, his entire campaign was microaggressions. The entire Republican Party is based off of fear and and snobbery. Uh, and even the Democratic Party, they're, they're not exempt from this rule. They are, they are scumbags just as the rest of them. But like Sean, like when when you when we point those things out as terms of microaggressions, let's say some of the like the rallies that we saw at Trump's uh, uh, rallies, for instance, he said like a lot of times that he could have been joking or like they took that out of perspective. I've heard that a lot in terms he wasn't of that. joking. He put a, he put a travel ban on Muslims up, you know, that's a microaggression right there. Thinking mm -hmm. that because they're from this particular area, they are terrorists. It's the same thing with building the wall. Building you know? the wall was a great, they, as a great example. Yep. They only send their, their, their worst people. It's like the most fucked up thing. Trump, uh, I think down in your family line, you were, uh, your family was not from this country. I mean, we're all, we're all not like American. The, essentially, yeah. I mean, we all have- That's your name, uh, American. What was you it guys, called? The melting pot, the great won. melting pot, you know? Yeah. And, and, and why is that a bad thing? Why do we have to have um, these microaggressions towards like finding out where we came from and originality? Who cares? Like I'm American. 
I, Sean's American. You're American if you're listening to this, but if you're not, like you're in Britain and you know you're a Brit and that's cool, man. Denmark. I know. Yeah. I know. I know Denmark's listening. Gotta, what, Shout out to Denmark. In terms of Denmark, like what, what do we call them? Danes? Like what? what Denmark, uh, please respond. Please respond. How like what? Be, uh, referred to? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to know personally <laughs> if that's Danish possible. <laughs> that makes more sense, doesn't it? Um, the Demis? I don't know. The Demis. Demis, uh, we love you. Nether- Netherlands? Um, Isn't yeah. that the Netherlands? God, uh, I hate when I don't know things and I just try to keep the guessing Northern until right. Europe is what we're calling. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that's a microaggression, you know? Yes, yes. Um, no, uh, again, uh, you watch anything on um on fox news and they will they will rattle you up with some microaggressions i see that and i felt that like watching taking care of my grandfather he you know he couldn't really see very much and the only thing that he really truly loved to do was at five o'clock watch the five on fox news and they just like never provided actual facts it's gossip it's gossip it's opinions and it just it sold and, and, and it made people just like so irate in, in, in terms of this that like they were just like hitting the button to like make the rat get shocked enough times until it was angry. And I feel like a lot of people kind of succumb to that. <laughs> Poor fucking rat. <laughs> Poor rat. Yeah. No, no, I succumb to it. I, I watch YouTube just as much as you do, John. I and watch a lot of YouTube, dude, Sean. I've I, sent I don't you know, how I many videos I, have I sent you? I have where no it's... clue if you can compare to my like. There's a lot of hours invested like, into that YouTube. I feel like we're all we're all there. My dad okay. started watching YouTube. Ooh. I sent him a couple of videos. <laughs> yeah. No, but I always send um, videos to, to to family and friends and you and like oh. yeah, it's you do. Usually, I, it's I, usually always like kind of kind of political or kind of based on microaggressions that have gone amok and how stupid it is to observe it and uh dude it's we've i i personally feel this is my humble opinion which we're going to get into Mm -hmm. in a little bit um but it's my humble opinion that we lost uh we lost our 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 pure unadulterated news uh media companies and uh, the way to get news and the way to learn about things we've lost that pure connection with let me ask you this sean uh, just like a quick a quick question um where do you get most of your news nowadays comedians comedians yeah any comedians, any, any specific comedians that you enjoy in terms of that it depends on what information i'm trying to get uh i watch a lot of stephen colbert i watch john oliver mm-hmm. uh, john I oliver also, i like a lot mm-hmm. i also watch second thought on youtube uh there, you know i also go into uh some more news with cody johnson on mm. youtube and oh, these are cool. all these are all comedic takes, but Cody Johnson, for example, gets really excited, and he gets he he comes off as an angry, uh, liberal, uh, snowflake. But that's that's kind of his joke of how yeah. he presents himself. And you he gotta makes you a gotta get a, a, a speck, you know, like you gotta get something that like that you slap with. You know, I what watched I mean? John Oliver because he. Uh, was not born an American citizen, came to become an American citizen through sheer will and want, 
Yeah. And I, I do, I do think that at least from what his show portrays, Did, I think he started it at the daily show. Didn't he? If I'm not uh, mistaken, yes, yes, he, 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 he filled oh, in gee, for John Stewart um, for a little John bit. John Stewart. John yeah. Stewart was my first four. four oh my God. Four, I used yeah. to, yeah. I used to love watching John Stewart, uh, the daily show. And, uh, I, I don't think even Colbert is why I watched him too. Colbert. Oh, the Colbert report. You remember that? Yep. Mm. Um, I also I watched a little bit, a little bit of Seth Meyers. How, how's, uh, this new guy, Tucker, I think his name's Tucker something. I haven't really watched the Daily Show since I don't have cable anymore. But sometimes I see Trevor, the Trevor new... Noah. Trevor Noah, thank you. Yeah, I thought I thought I started with the T, but I heard he's really funny. He's really yeah. good. Yeah, I, I I I haven't watched him personally. I also watched um. Uh, you ever watch Bill Maher? Uh, I see Bill Maher is always a little bit too radical for me. A, a little too radical for your <clears throat> your 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 taste. I like, I can appreciate that. Saying that out loud is kind of silly because I feel like they're all in the same the same kind of liberal right. plane um, normally i the normally the, the way i get my news unfortunately i i i subscribe to uh msnbc or cnn a lot of times uh simply because i'm on the road a lot and cnn is on my uh i do npr my, yeah yeah npr i do a lot i like npr's uh up first podcast in in the morning just to get a daily dose of like what news is currently happening and current because events you, again you gotta take everything with a grain of salt because i love joe rogan I don't go for him for his political opinion. I don't go to him to what he to hear what he thinks about the world because I don't agree with half the shit he says. But he does have a format where he allows other people to say what they think and he doesn't necessarily destroy everything they say. So I've I noticed that he Joe does Rogan. that. Yeah, he 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 really just kind of just sits there sits there and listens one way or another, doesn't agree with them, doesn't disagree with them, just says what they want to say what they want to hear or say and then he listens to it mm-hmm. you know and I, so, yeah. I, and he's funny as fuck too like you ever hear some of his stand-up yes yes yeah. uh joe rogan is he does have a he does have a, a unique stand-up uh, oh my god shtick. so funny uh, good yeah. for him <laughs> uh and again that comes he's like a he's like a comic nerd so his comedy comes from basically years and years and years of studying other comics and finding out what works best for him and He's he's I call them comic nerds, uh, yeah. people like that 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 have just kind of fine. Uh, Dave Chappelle, yeah, uh, he, Dave he, Chappelle has a very he had a TV show. I humor. fucking watch his TV show. Well, he I, did have a TV show. No, I mean like a news show, not oh. not a social commentary show. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> he did have a TV show. He did. He I mean <laughs> I mean it's been on off on 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 Netflix like thirty times. <laughs> You know, I think it's now on um, uh, HBO. Is it HBO Max or what? I think it's on. Is Amazon it HBO now? Max? Ooh, well, with his I mean, permission. With his permission, good. Go I, check it out. I, I, I like that. You know, his. Uh, regardless of those things, he is very funny. I love his stand up. I thought his stand up is very um, witty and 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 culturally relevant. Um, he had he had a a great talk with um, and now for my next guest, I think is the name of the show with um david letterman uh, letterman was with uh he was with uh dave Chappelle. great I, episode I, I did not i did not know that i would uh, love letterman's to see getting that. a lot of flack right now for some of the sexist things he's done in oh the past. is he is he in the cancel um, culture right now as he, well he's, he's getting the wrath of the, and i don't i don't know if it's fair to say he doesn't deserve it because he well he let's talk about that for a second well, he was a you male know? in a male driven fucking <clears throat> viewer consumer everything uh i think we should definitely not allow it to happen anymore in the future but to destroy 
someone's entire career over it. Again, we could be destroying ourselves. I could be destroying myself saying this right now. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say that, John, you feel the same way I do. Uh, Cause oh, obviously, excuse me. you know, we, we, we don't. But there's so but, many examples as to like people who, you know, I think it's a gray area, Sean. I got to tell you, like you is. think of like uh, 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 Bill Cosby, you think of Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I think of um, um, some unfortunate people that uh, got anybody else off every, the top of your head. Every, 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 everyone deserves to, to not be scrutinized by, by every, every mm. word and single thing. they Because I can take anything out of context uh, I mean, this, the Daily Show is great for taking segments out of context and laughing at it. Uh, so, so it's, you know, uh, a late show and a tonight show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can we can take everything out of context and scrut- and scrutinize over it. Ooh, Ellen DeGeneres would have been, would have been yeah, another good I one. I mean, I, I, again, I don't think cancel culture is a brand new thing. I just think it's easier now to get everyone to jump on the, 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 the burning witch bandwagon. And well, it, I mean, if it does, feel, it does feel like it's uh, like that, unfortunately. You ever hear of the Red Scare? There's the Red Scare by um, McCarthyism back in, uh, I believe, the 30s. Uh, when they, were, they were trying to just, they were trying to stop the communist yes. infiltration of yeah. our American media system, which again, what, wasn't was that when the, uh, the, that, that quote of like, united we stand, divided we fall came from? <clears throat> I'm not Is 100% that... sure about that. Okay. Um, all I know or, or, is, or it was like the domino effect kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what that. Yeah. that I feel like that was. Tied they got in one right. person, and whatever that person talked, touched, or talked to, they got all of them, and they tried to. There was called. They would, it was called blacklisting. They were trying to blacklist people out of Hollywood, and mm-hmm. it was a bunch of fear mongering nonsense. Um, again, uh, without putting myself on a weird fucking pedestal or a weird place and saying we shouldn't cancel anybody. I just think we should, you know, if, if we got to turn the sword on ourselves sometimes, am I the right one to be making this judgment call? And what is the ripple effect of what's going on here? Cause I do think there is, there is more damage in canceling people uh, than there, than there is by letting them run amok and go crazy. I mean, it, it, even saying that, I know I can think of a couple examples where we need to cancel people. We need to stop it. Yeah. But I mean, I, I again, I think it, it, it's hard to say like what we think is right or wrong in the scenario. Again, yeah, doing the right thing for the right reason. Yeah. Um, I think if you wanted to like play this well, as here. as safely as possible, you know, thinking between the golden rule and then uh, evolving into the platinum rule is a really safe bet, you know, treat yeah. others the way they wish to be exactly. treated. Exactly. You know, um, and that could be as simple. And like, I, I think this is a great example as to how you could practice this, you know, understanding what uh, a person's pronouns are. Like, are they he and him or are they she and her or are they they and them? That's perfect. Like, yeah. And it's a, such a simple thing to practice. You know, it's such a, it, and this is why we say like stepping stones, you know, baby steps, you know, uh, applying those things into your daily life, it allows you to do some of the larger things of uh, inquiring about what you think is the right thing or right or wrong thing. And um, uh, no, I, here, I, I forgot I, what I was going to add no, to that. No, I can, I can jump right into our, our uh, one, of the, one of the last discussions we're going to have tonight. It's called the bystander effect. 
you want to talk about doing the right thing for the, the right reason, the bystander effect is a social psychological theory that states individuals are less likely to offer help to a victim when there are other people present. And you can watch a couple of, you can, if you that, YouTube say, it. Go, go back for a sec. You said, well, not, not performing while other people are present. The bystander effect is a social, is a social psychological theory that states individuals are less likely to offer help to a victim when there are other people present. Why, why do you think while other people are present? That because doesn't make as much sense to me. Yeah, you'd think, right? Right. Um, I, I, I would want to, like, you know, perform. And, I encourage you know, everyone to look it up on, on YouTube right now. Um, <clears throat> so the, 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 the reasoning there is, oh, there's other people here. Someone else is likely to help them. If you see a homeless person, you know, squabbling on the ground in pain and you're in the middle of a busy city, you think, well, somebody else is going to step up and help him, obviously. Or you think it's too risky for me to step up and help. Uh, and what are the benefits of me if I step up and help? You are more likely to help somebody if it's just you two alone in an area. Yeah. Because then your, your brain tells you this person, Nobody else can this do person it needs your help. Yeah. So the, if you're, so the, more, the less people you're around, the more likely you are to step up. And I've watched this happen firsthand. And so have you, John, living in a city, uh, watching, watching the, the homeless or the, the, the mentally ill suffering yeah. in, the, in the streets. There's, there's actually some really good stories in terms of that that I can provide is uh, there was a, a, a autonomy zone in Philadelphia that was right by Fairmont Park, or, or excuse me, not Fairmont, uh, Fairmont uh, Road, um, really nice area, and uh, it turned into a, a homeless encampment, and uh, driving by it every day, you, you would see the, the just almost like a large enclosed camping ground right on the middle of the of busy street. And um, one time while driving past it, I saw somebody got hit by a car, a homeless person, unfortunately. And, um, you know, I, I just got back from the city, uh, like really far away, like close to, I was driving like close to New York, back to home in Philadelphia. And that happened like maybe two or three cars behind me. And I did see it happen. And I wanna say that I did have, that 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 feeling of like oh my god like that guy just got hit i should get out of the car and help him make sure he sees okay mm -hmm. however however i did see three other people get out of the car behind me and i kept driving you know yeah. I, I, in those instances you don't need a hundred people getting out of the car yeah, i did feel guilty though i did feel like i could help and provide in in those instances where that poor man who was struck yeah um was I mean, was like you know taken care of by me personally and Again, I'm not some superhero. I'm not like this guy who's who was going to be potentially able to save his life in those instances. Um, I just know that other people did get out of the car, and other people, the car who unfortunately hit this man, um, got out of the car as well. And I figured, um, keep on driving. Yeah, uh, that that that's a great example. How many times have you driven past a car accident? Oh my God, yeah. You know, especially on a busy road. Now mm -hmm. everyone can't stop, obviously. But so many of us are, are on the bystander side where it's like, you know, 
uh, it's regardless of concerns and ideas and opinions, uh, I, I believe it's called a diffusion of responsibility mm-hmm. where, you know, our empathy isn't up to par and we, we just, it, it, the empathy kind of, it, it spreads around amongst everyone passing the group. And, and again, we feel that one person is probably going to step up, but it doesn't have to be me. Uh, I seriously, I, I'll put the links in the description uh, for the bystander effect. Um, there, there's a couple of them, I believe. I think uh, Vsauce, Mike from Vsauce, does a really cool one. I, I think I could be mistaken on that, but I, I've watched it on the Discovery Channel so many times growing up. Oh yeah. Uh, this has been this has been going on for a while. Uh, I mean, it's been going on ever since we've been in cities, and that goes down to your morality and your ethics and societies your, and your moral compass. You yeah. Know? And, and society's uh, part in, in spot, like how, how we treat the homeless in this country is appalling. Is I appalling. am just to blame. Uh, so many times have I walked past a homeless person or been angry at them for asking me what time it is, or if they can get bus fare or whatever. I've lashed out in anger at them for how dare you talk to me? <laughs> don't you know I work for my lady? Don't you know how important I am? I have a monocle, you know, but seriously, <laughs> I, oh, my, my, my partner, oh, she will never let me forget this story. Uh, <laughs> I was in a mood and I was in a mood in, in South Florida uh, uh-huh. at Publix and everyone Wait, in Publix. Publix is uh oh sorry Publix is like Shoprite or Acme or it's a it's a it's a food it's a grocery, no, it's a grocery yeah, store a okay. Kroger or um Wegmans Wegmans or something okay yeah. so Publix is is the chain down there and everyone from Lake Worth Florida love you guys so much miss you you all look like a bunch of bums and homeless people <laughs> so one of these one of the one of these residents is in a great mood and walks up to, uh, we're looking at the fish to, to get fish for dinner and mm-hmm. he's like you know he's he's going off like oh man this is a great fish but he, i look at him i i do a, a peripheral body sweep and i'm like oh he's homeless i'm like no thank you and i walked away i cut him off in mid-sentence i was like no thank you you gave and, him the hand did you give him the whole hand like no i fuck off but, I might as well have. Uh, I'm so ashamed with with thinking of how I act. I, I wish I could go back and apologize. Oh my but gosh! My uh, my partner she she picked up the slack for me. She engaged him and finished the conversation with him. And you know, he wasn't homeless in hindsight, or even if he was, why can't I finish a conversation? Why why did I think I was better? You know. You know who I'm really mean to, and I gotta say this is the uh the poor the poor uh people that have to do the um satellite tv kind of offer in like uh, yeah, same. Uh, walmart, walmart or target like those poor guys hear no or like no thank you or, or even worse shoulder. fuck off like yeah. so much i i, I actually I'm heard like shop oh, i'm fucking trying to shop don't bother me <laughs> you know like they're just doing their job and like even with me i am like i try to be as as pleasant as possible but god are they they just they just get to me sometimes or i just can't stand them i'm like what are you trying to sell to me satellites i, I don't I need already satellites. have a tv yeah my tv works just fine thank i have you. three tvs thank you no i don't want a phone hookup Oh, what, what do you think I'm on right now? <laughs> oh, man, I am, I am guilty just as bad as being oh my a gosh. motherfucker 
I'm so mean to them sometimes. Yep. Uh, fuck, man. Treat others as you wish you they wish... want to be treated. Yeah, treat others as yeah. they wish to be treated. Uh, w- wow. Uh, and, I know. That's going to really change the way so, I, I see things in terms of... Yes, bystander effect. Yeah, bystander. That's unless, what unless it puts you in danger, step the fuck up. Yeah, unless there's it nothing puts wrong you in, in danger, terms of that. I, you know, again, assess the situation. If it's going to physically hurt you or mentally or emotionally... It's okay to step back. If someone's gushing blood and you know that blood's going to scar you the rest of your life, or you know what? I'm not saying put yourself into a risky situation, but I'm challenging you to help that person off the ground. I'm challenging you to give that dollar in your pocket away. I'm challenging you to buy a cup of coffee for the person behind you. I'm challenging you to step up and be more of, a, of, a, of, a, of the human that you were born to love and be. And that goes for myself. I'm putting myself on there because I have a history of asshole. And it's been it's brought me nothing but my own pain and misery and suffering. I think and, there's also another part of this that maybe we're not seeing in terms of this bystander effect. And I think that's fear. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, yeah. No. I, I think that having the courage to stand up to do what is right. I wrote that same goddamn thing. Where did I put it? Yeah, don't get involved. Um, helping can be inconvenient and risky. Risky. Yeah, risky. That's fear. That's fear-based, you know, and having just the, it, 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 listen, doing these things uh, 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 are certainly challenging and certainly scary. And I'm just saying having the courage to do these things is going to what makes the motivation there. Um and it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to do things that are scary. You know, what's not okay is being paralyzed by inaction of fear. Or someone else's fears. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, being paralyzed by not necessarily your fear, your fears, but the fears of your partner or the fears of your parents. And they kind of just waved off of them onto you. I have a lot of irrational fears that I haven't experienced falling from a great height but I still have that fear of falling right. or I haven't experienced being uh, robbed on a subway late at night, but I have that fear because oh. someone else has been robbed on the subway. Certainly. So, I mean, that's why, like, I, that's why I always lock my car. I got my car broken into one time and yeah. I always lock it because yeah. of that reason. Um, my partner's sister refuses to lock her shed behind her house. The address is no, <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, they refuse Go live in her shed. They refuse to lock their shed because it's inconvenient for them to open up the lock. So I just took all my stuff out and I let them, you know, if you don't want to lock your door, don't lock your door. Uh, But I have the irrational fear that someone is out trying to always rob me and steal my shit. And that's because I've stolen shit and because I've been a scumbag. I've I've always lived in that sense of always not having a safety net and, uh, it's hard for me to feel safe in those kind of environments, uh, even at home. Um, it's always like I'm on edge in those in those kind of instances. Um, but who's knocking at the door? You know, who's knocking at the door? Like you know, who's yelling outside of my window? And I'm three floors up, and I can hear them pretty like pretty much as like they as must they're be standing shouting. right next to me. Yeah, they are <laughs> shouting. The Dude. guy at two a.m. who's screaming, you know, uh, his, his his lyrics. I don't know if he wrote them or if he's like just Dude. saying them to himself. But I hear I you, and wait. I need you to stop. I can't wait to take you to Florida. We're gonna we'll we'll spend a week down there. 
and God, all that will be normalized. <laughs> uh, so many people, <laughs> so much yelling at 3 a.m. It's like oh, commonplace. God. It's like, oh, wait, no one's yelling. Is everyone okay? Uh, is someone dead? <laughs> you just have that lull of silence and you're like freaking out. Where did everybody go? Uh, yeah, uh, you start banging the windows alive? and doors. Yeah. Wake the fuck up. So going back to like, the 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 bystander effect we talked about how we've been part of it is there ever been an instance sean where you've been able to rise up to that occasion oh to be and, better than the bystander and, and effect? not be part of the by yes um i've seen people fall over before uh especially uh, i watched an, an elderly late lady fall outside of the cvs Ooh. and uh, i jumped right up trying to help her get up uh yeah, I do know after um, a certain age without d- divulging how old she was, it can be very detrimental for your health if you fall. Yeah. She was having a she was having a hard time getting back up and she had her friend with her. Oh, and, that's so sad. Yeah. And so I, I remember uh, my father doing the same thing and he, he knew how to lift someone up without letting them use all their all their body weight. And that that was that kind of uh, instructions kicked on with me, and I was like, you know, on one, two, three, I'm going to lift you, okay? And you know, through those like two, you know, she eventually got up and she was okay. She just, you know, I think got dizzy and kind of fell. She didn't hurt herself, but I assumed she had hurt herself, and I acted like her getting up would hurt her more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, again, I, I'm 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 proud that I was able to 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 not think that someone else in the parking lot was going to run out of their car and help. Um, oh, and, sorry. Hold on one sec. And and you you turned me off. <laughs> I didn't mean to you turn you off. Me. <laughs> I didn't mean to cancel you. We're done talking now. I'm canceling everything. Uh, it's not responding. Oh, here I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you for a second then. Let's just uh, John, you fucked up the audio. I, I done fucked it, guys. God we do it. this on the fly. Um, we don't have much training in this no, field. No, uh, no. So when we have something like when I hear, when I see on my screen that things are not being responding to in a timely fashion on my computer, <laughs> I, I tend to, I tend to freak the fuck out. And yeah, so doing the right thing for the right reason, he yeah. exits out of everything. I exited. <laughs> I, I, I'm just like shut it down. Everything needs to go now. Shut it all down. Uh, but so we, we we were talking about the the, the bystander effect, and let's. Yeah. Let's uh, you, t- tell me one of you, one of you, give me give me an example where you stood up to, to the the good of the the good cause, the good fight. Well, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of. I, I also had an incident of like catching an elderly lady. It was uh, my grand my 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 partner's grandmother. Uh, she fell during Christmas, but that's we're gonna go into Ladies, something. stop of, falling. Yeah, stop falling, girls. Come on now. <laughs> um let's see here a good example of doing the right thing or not being a bystander effect it has to be in another incident with a car i gotta tell you i was walking down uh 38th street in philadelphia and uh, uh if, if there's any philadelphians listening uh right by where the um the big hospital is on 38th street and there was a car accident there was a guy who was driving a white Dodge Charger and making a left turn into the lane and hit an oncoming car, T-bone that car. And um, I, 
<coughs> I saw it happen right in front of me, Sean. And I <coughs> could not. Um, fortunately, everybody was okay, but I did help people get out of the car. Um, I made I, I made sure that they weren't injured. I made sure that they could walk and they were coherent first before I tried to Very exit important. them. Yes. Yeah, like you don't you're not an, you're not like an MIT or anything like that. Like or EMT. That's what I wanted to say, not MIT. MIT. <laughs> MIT. Uh, EMT. Um, and I, I tried to talk to the guy. Uh, I, I helped the guy who got hit first because he was he was the person who was like trapped the most, I guess. And uh, he he had to climb out through the passenger side door Jesus. on the other side because like he, he couldn't get out of the other way. And uh, fortunately, I helped him get his seatbelt off. And it was just an old older guy. Uh, he he I think he was like in his forties or fifties, and uh, just so stunned and he shook by by that. And I helped him get out of the car. And by the time that I helped him get out of the car, there was police on, on, on scene and I stayed for a while. And I remembered, you know, it's funny that I, I, these two stories were like, uh, uh, the, the recourse after what I saw the last time in, in, in the city with that poor homeless guy that I was talking about earlier. And, um, I just wanted to be better. You know, I wanted to be better than afraid of, of, uh, my last actions you know and i felt very powerful and in, 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 not like powerful like oh superhero kind of powerful but i felt good knowing that i helped somebody else yeah. without without um obligation without um promises to uh, uh reward myself or be rewarded for my actions like it was pure generosity in that sense kind of it's it's selfless it, it, it it's selflessness. There's a, it comes from a place of selflessness where, you know, uh, you know, this is, this is for this person. And sometimes you can get a sense of, of enjoyment and relief from that, which kind of goes into selfish reasons. But if, if the, if the, if the starting spark, the starting cause is of a place of, of selflessness, I think you're on the right path. And that, that's a, that's a good story. I mean, Again, if, if if you're out there, you see car crashes, leave it to the to the the emergency experts to 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 do the dangerous work. But if it's not a dangerous situation, and it's more dangerous to stay put, step up, do do your thing. You know. Yeah. I, I, be, I completely it, it encourage it. It can be as, as as simple as like seeing somebody getting bullied and saying, "Hey, man, that's not cool. We don't act like that." Yes. This, yes, this, dude. This, you know, challenge yourself to be. A person of a moral, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Sean? Moral compass, uh, like challenge you yourself to moral be stand- morality. Uh, to, to, to have some morality for yourself and for the people around you. Uh, and and uh, here's a great example: sexual harassment at the workplace. Oh my God! Yeah, we that's... all watch the videos. We all laugh at how how cringeworthy it all is. But I've seen older men come behind the young girls and tickle them on their sides you know, trying to scare them or, or get a rise out of them. Oh, and, yeah. you know, having conversations with that older guy, you know, in a, in a, in a separate, you know, aisle or, or place where it's just me and him. Yeah. Kind of gross, hear, by the way. I can creepy hear, old man. I can hear where he's coming from. Like, uh, that's, uh, she's a beautiful girl. Hey, yeah. uh, guess what? She's like 18. 
knock it the fuck off. You're you know like, what you do in those situations? <laughs> you make you you out creep the creeper in these kind of things, okay? Yeah. So I you pull his pants down, I tickle yeah. his dick. Whoa, yeah. Wow. I, I was gonna <laughs> give him the I was gonna give him the old shoulder rub and just go mm, into his ear kind of loud, but you know, uh, you can I do lick that my too. finger, I shove it in there. <laughs> you just wow. <laughs> John, stop picturing it, you fucking weirdo. I, you're the one saying it. <laughs> hey, if that's your thing, good for you. Yeah. Hey, Love congratulations on weird, that. Yeah. Love weird. yourself. <laughs> no. 2021, boys. It's about but loving yourself. It's 2021. Stop being a creepy old guy at work. Uh, what are you doing? Don't touch her. Yeah. Uh, and I have to get my own moral uh, backbone and stand up and be like, and not laugh or not encourage it with like, ha, 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 we're yeah. men, you know? you have to step up. We have to do our part. You know, if we allow it to happen and we watch the bystander be a bystander, then we're just as guilty as being the instigator or the bystander ourselves, I feel. Couldn't have said it better myself, Sean. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, we have to question our own morals and we have to question our own uh, 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 ethics in terms of that and rise up to what we think is, again, the right thing for the right reason hell fucking yeah uh wow to to, to kind of sum up this episode too i want, I want to finish on a uh, on a really an epidemic uh if, if i if i may yeah this country's kind of going through with social media and john it's something that i have been guilty of before i'm sure you've been guilty of it in fact i've been I kinda, guilty of a lot of I things i kind of sounded like i was doing it mm-hmm. 20 minutes ago okay this is called the famous humble brag. Oh, the humble brag. I uh, I tried really hard not to do the humble brag. John, this one time I found oh. a wallet on the ground. Oh, tell me I about your wallet. I opened it up. It was full of money. And I went to that person's home and I handed it to them. And I was like, you need this more than I do. Wow, dude. That's pretty hey, humble. I'm like, you know, that's, I just, that's a humble I, I thing that it, you did there, pal. I just did it because it's what I would want, you know, I would want yeah. that to happen to me, you know? Wow. Uh, that's a humble story, brag. True story. And I did, I put that on, on Facebook when I did, did it. Did you? Uh, I got attacked viciously. Uh, some people were like, uh, hey, man, keep it to yourself next time. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you want to like a clap on the back? You want a cookie I and wanted, milk? Like, what I do you want? A fucking gold star for today. <laughs> you were a good noodle. I deserve a good noodle star. Dude. Um, no, a true, true, true. If you find, I think I deleted my Facebook. I apologize. But if you went through it, you could find some really cringeworthy stories. And that's one yeah. of them. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I, I gave the kid his money back and I'm like, count it, dude, count it. I'm a good person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Appreciate how good I am. Uh, I'll take $20 now. Yeah. Yeah. My fee, please. My finder's fee, if you will. Uh, dude. Yeah. The humble brag. I see it on social media. I see it on Instagram. I, I hear it at the workplace. Here's another example of the humble brag. Mm-hmm. I just got my, my, uh, my, my stock options back. I just made $35,000 this month <laughs> and I'm looking at you like you work at a giant retail store, but you're making that much money through stocks. What? Or like I have, here's another one. I have 20, 20 rental properties that I make, I make a passive living income off of, uh. but I'm working at a retail store and sharing a car because I want to, you know, mm. I mean, those are maybe 
uh, these are probably just lying. Someone just trying to, you know, uh, delusions of grandeur that they're trying to put on themselves. But um, I, I hear people brag about all their accomplishments all the time. And it's usually with, with white men and rental properties. I feel like we all, I guess, I, I feel like I've heard that story before too. I think honestly. they're all like um, realtor conglomerates or something. I, like they I, all I have... had a, yeah, I had a, I had a friend of mine. He was an older white man. Um, uh, his name is uh, irrelevant in this, in this story, <laughs> but he, he's a big deal and like he 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 plays it off as like he's a big deal but he'll he'll tell you all about his times where he drives his uh, you know 1999 ford pickup truck that has 280,000 miles and it's still going good uh, for him, good for him. <laughs> yeah you know <clears throat> i don't really care in terms of those things yeah but. no one cares uh to 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 finish with the humble to go up on the humble brag is first of all you're not humble uh yeah. If you call yourself humble or you claim to be humble or you had a humble moment, unless you're telling it in a sense of like a, a place of, of hope and empowerment, you're not being humble. No. Uh, I hate to, to break that to you. I, I've always seen trying to be humble uh, as um, almost the same thing as being humiliated. You have, it's like two sides of the same coin, if you will. You know, you could choose to be humble or you could choose to be humiliated in those senses. And I feel like, the good deed is like canceled out by me telling somebody about my good deed. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of the times I, no. I, I feel like it's a, it's not so much reward based in that sense. It's me practicing being a better person um, when I don't tell anybody about these good deeds. Um, now that's just, again, <laughs> my opinion. Yeah. That's just what I do to try to make myself a better person. And that's just a theory. Yeah. A moral theory. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, no, dude. Um, I, I, I'm going to start calling you Aristotle for all again, the ethics, uh, ethics power. All you gave the me ethic today. drops. <laughs> oh, bam. Dude. Uh, Trump on Twitter is another, is another humble. Everything he said was all. Oh my God. Well, I, 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 I don't know if I disagree with the cancel culture of Donald Trump or not, but you know, I, I thought it was a powerful move that Twitter did it. I yeah, thought that, that, um, that spoke volumes. If you can cancel culture of president, who you know who else could could the, you could you do well the, there, there's there's it's a double-edged sword because twitter is a private company mm. so they can deal they can do whatever the hell they want uh because they're they're not owned by the government they're not regulated by the government um so it's not censorship because they're not the government this is a private institution or, or entity and they they guess what people and uh, you go i mean private entities can can still kind of do whatever the hell they want it goes with facebook too and not you know instagram and everything mm -hmm. a lot of interesting things coming out about that too yeah. as far as like the australia facebook um um news ban which is crazy to me you know um I, I just think that we're seeing a huge change in terms of what we consider or deem as acceptable in our culture today and uh, almost feels like a little bit like a book burning, doesn't it? Again, Fox News and CNN and MSNBC, they, they all dropped the ball. They all turned into gossip, gossip mags, you mm. know? Oh, this person tweeted this. This person said this. You know, Sean Hannity just spit in fear. Uh, they, they, there's, no, there's no longer news in there. It's, it's, it's just people yelling words. Mm. And 
I, 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 I don't, I don't have the answers of how to fix it other than to destroy it all and rebuild it. You know, but I, I don't think we can step on the same I, I, foundations we've been using because if the earthquake happens and the foundation's broken, you can't rebuild on it. Right. You know, well, our society has shown us that our there's flaws in our system, there's flaws everywhere. We shouldn't try to rebuild on top of those the rubble. We have to fucking clear it out, hire a new team to go in, and try a new fucking blueprint. Sometimes on, trying people. something new it allows us to expand our horizons yeah and change is scary i'm not saying it's scary you know, yeah i've been through some change we're so reluctant like. to change things and, and especially changing towards focusing on doing the right thing yeah. but you know what's really worth it doing the right thing <laughs> it really is it's it's not it's not only right for for you personally it's it, it's contagious mm-hmm. um pay it forward do something yeah, I love that pay it forward. For yeah, random act of kindness. It's Do the ice bucket challenge for fuck's sake. Come on, guys. Uh, it's uh, seriously, and I, I do think that we can build a better a better world and a better tomorrow. Uh, and if it starts, John, right here with you and me becoming mm-hmm. a better people, just ourselves. Yeah, I do think that that will spread. Now, I can't I can't give all the credit to myself. A lot of this comes from my partner. Uh, she's beat it into my head to be a nicer, better person. Good for you. Um, and and if I can spread that that fire along, then I'm doing what what I was set on this earth to do. And I'm happy with that. Um, and I'm living I'm living my best life. Hell yeah, brother. John, I had a great fucking talk with you tonight. Sean, I, I had we- an excellent talk with you, and uh, I always look forward to our talks. Uh, congratulations on episode number ten. I'm proud of us. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening for these past episodes. You know, we couldn't do these things without you. We can only keep what we have by giving it away. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and even though sometimes the only reason I'm here is to is for my own self benefit of, of feeling better after this conversation. It is. Yeah. I really hope that I can make anyone else feel better about any of the shit that we talk about. And again, John, I'm not a doctor. I'm not. A, I'm not a an expert on anything other than PlayStation yeah. two video games. And I'm not a doctor, but I do play one on TV and, um, <laughs> <laughs> your dad jokes are horrible. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, I, I like my dad jokes. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> First, and that was a Seinfeld reference, not a dad joke. <laughs> Seinfeld is made of dad jokes. So, uh, all right, my no. friend. Well, good episode. Power to you. Thanks for listening. And come uh, back to see us on episode yeah. number eleven. I don't eleven know. next week. We'll we'll I'll 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 Instagram yeah. about it, and maybe we'll TikTok about it. Ooh, TikTok about it. We're we're expanding our horizons yet again. Yes, yes. Please email us uh, afthepodcast at gmail Find us on our social medias. Yep. Come find us on. Uh, YouTube. I haven't, I haven't been on YouTube in a while. I apologize. I'm going to upload two new videos, but I don't think anyone's watching them anyway because the counter's yeah. not going up. But watch us on, find us on, on the Twitter on uh, friends dot amongst, um, and that's 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 our, our our Twitter name. I think. Yeah, I, I <laughs> we're we're on. Um, Good luck fucking finding us. How about that? We're on iTunes and Spotify. So yes, we are on iTunes and Spotify, and uh, we're getting likes and we're hitting amongst hard. amongst friends. The podcast is, I think, our official name. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll change, change, so we'll change it up. You know, yeah. maybe eight eight 
aiding and abetting friends. I don't know. Mm. We'll figure it out when we get there if we need we'll to get there. Anything. But I've been your well, host, John Latour, and uh, go ahead, Sean. I've been Sean Lecknet. Lecknet. Le- 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 tied back to the last episode. It's a full circle. <laughs> uh, everyone, love you. Have a good night. Be safe. Take we'll care. See you next week.